Hello, I'm Luke. Hi, I'm Dave, and welcome to the Unbelievable Meat Podcast episode, I don't know, something like 29, so let's go with that. Uh, Luke, yeah. how are you doing? Yeah, not too bad, mate, yourself. All right, uh, I was supposed to be going to London this weekend uh, to see my brother and some of my best mates, but unfortunately, I came down with the old Ronin heating, um, so oh. yeah, that's... I'm all right physically, um, but yeah, obviously didn't really plan to be spending this kind of weekend just reading on the sofa and scrolling through Twitter and watching Netflix. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> quite my plan. Um, but anyway, it's, it yeah. happens. Pretty oh, much everyone bad. seems to have caught it at some point. Yeah, yeah I, can't, I honestly can't believe that I haven't picked it up yet. It just feels like it's only a matter of time, but... It's, uh, yeah, well, the main thing is that you're sort of not feeling too bad and, you know, it's not. No, not it hasn't. That's the yes, no, thing. it hasn't. Yeah, it hasn't kind of beaten me up, really. I've kind of been like, I don't know. Yeah, it hasn't affected me too badly, which is lucky. Sorry, one yeah. second. I'm just going to get a hand because I do still have a bit of a cold. Um, yeah, but, yeah, um, it's a bit yeah. shit timing, but. Yeah, well, I suppose the main thing you do. Yeah, exactly. You can't odd it, can you? And the main thing is, you know, you're around to go to London another weekend, I suppose, whereas, you know, lots of other people didn't get there. So that's the main thing, that you're healthy, I suppose, isn't it? You know, just trying to put a positive outlook on it. I agree. And talking of stuff that we're positive about, I don't really know that wasn't much of a link. But anyway, we're going to do the 11 like normal. <laughs> um, we, yeah, just forget that. Get that. That's why I'm not on TV. That's why I don't do the news. Um, I can't do a segue. Um, but yeah, so we've done like regional 11s before. We've done the Northwest yeah. 11, I think, or a yeah. Northern 11. Did a South American 11 when I got back from Chile. But thought we'd do one for for your neck of the woods, Luke. The yeah, Southwest South 11. So this right, is your uh, your home turf. So do you want to kick us off? See, the thing is. I struggled. I quite struggled with uh, trying to get players in here because um, I don't know. Don't know why. I just uh, I couldn't think of any. But we've got a few in the end, didn't we? So we're going to do uh, the whole of the southwest. Yep. First entry is German Saint Dennis. Uh, I don't know if you remember German Dennis. I do remember German Dennis, of course. Yeah, yeah, I think he went to Udinese afterwards. Pre- pre- predominantly a uh, Serie A mainstay, but yeah. I, I, uh, I don't know, did he play in the Premier League at all? I don't think, I don't did, think did so. I just remembered that um, during the, I don't know if it was the Euros or the previous World Cup, Glenn Hoddle kept pronouncing Serie A, like Syria. And he kept being like, this guy's a, <laughs> you know... He's a proven player with a lot of experience in Syria. And I was like, really? Okay. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, uh, I've gone with Torbay Alderweireld. Yeah, brilliant. Well, I've got, I've, uh, you inspired me with that one. And I went for his, uh, his former teammate, still national teammate, Jan Yelvertungen. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> Uh, very, very tenuous one coming up. Cream tea World Cup. Devon <laughs> is famous for its cream tea, of course. Yeah, no, that's a good one, that. That works. Oh, um, yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, 
depends on how you make the cream tea, whether it's a Devon or a Cornish one. But uh, is... we won't go. Okay. If, you, if, you live, if you live in Cornwall, it's uh, you put the jam on first, I think. Um, That's weird. You, Don't be doing that. You put the jam on first? Yeah. Yeah, you put the jam on first if you live in Cornwall. And then you put the cream on first if it's Devon cream tea. But I've always, I always thought you put the cream on first because it's like butter, isn't it? Yeah. So you like butter it and then you put a bit of jam Just on top. Just putting the jam on first. Uh, anyway. Sort it when out, Cornwall. Not, when they're not shagging their relatives, they're putting the jam on scones first. I but, reckon it's possible to do both at once. What? What? Shag a relative and... and yeah, I reckon it's possible to get, get ploughed <laughs> while also making some scones. Oh, it's definitely a cream tea. If uh, you have ever been ploughed while making some scones, let us know. We'd be quite impressed. <laughs> oh, uh, I went for, uh, moving on from the cream tea, I went for uh, uh, West, uh, Wes Holyhan, like the Plymouth Ho, Wes Holyhan. Yeah, good, good. Yeah. I like that. I went with a NASA Chudley. Yeah, brilliant. Love that one. Doesn't get enough, uh, enough love, NASA Chudley. So I like that one. Uh, I've gone for Steediscum Malbronk, like Stadiscum. But like Steed Malbronk. Um, yeah. I was watching an old United season review yesterday where he scored the winner against us for Fulham. He was quite a good player. He was, yeah. I quite liked uh, Steed Malbronk. Yeah, Bude Bellingham. Didn't really need <laughs> to do a lot with that. Brilliant. Gone for uh, this one, is a bit tankless, so if we want to put him on the bench. I won't object to it. I've gone for Plymouth, is it? So like Plymouth. Yeah, <laughs> I, can, I can see it. I can see it. He's all right. He can stay in the 11. <laughs> Wurzel van Dijk. Oh, that's brilliant, that one. Thank you. Thank you. He's making captain. Wurzel van Dijk. Uh, I think there was another one along those lines. There was a player, wasn't there? He used to play, I'm sure he played for PSV called Jetro Williams. Yeah, Jeffro Williams. Yeah, so obviously you've got to get him in there with a bit of Jeffro. R.I.P. Jeffro. <laughs> um, yep, Saiga Berahino. Brilliant. Uh, what were the other ones that we had in here? I'm trying to have, I'm trying to have a look through the ones. Oh, yeah. Uh, Saltash Lee Barnes. Yeah, Saltash. Good, good. Uh, Steve Taunton, I had. Brilliant. Taunton. Oh, that's not. Uh, it's Taunton. It's Taunton the. Uh, it's in Devon. Yeah, yeah. That's. Uh, oh, no, that's Tiverton and Honiton. Oh, Tiverton. Yeah. Yeah. Tiverton. Yeah, where uh, Naughty MP. Yeah, Naughty MP Neil Parrish, who we'll come on to in a bit. Well, well yeah. Yeah, we'll go on to that in a minute. Um, what other players have we got on here then? Uh, I had. Um, oh. I had um, John Stoneshenge and Mauro Ichardi. Yeah, that works. Uh, I think, oh, you've done a uh, team name as well, Glasto Villa. Glasto Villa, yeah. Yeah, that works. That would, be, that would also be a good five-a-side team name. I may have mentioned yeah. this before, but my dad um, once played for an over-40s five-a-side team called OAP Eindhoven. OAP Eindhoven. Yeah. 
Yeah, I like that. And there was another team in LA called Old and Athletic. <laughs> really good, oh. really good stuff. What's that? Um, there was one. Uh, I'm trying to think. There was an old rugby team around here that used to be have a name like that, but it was like a proper name. I can't remember what it was now. Oh, I'll think of it later. Did uh, do we have any others? I'm trying to think. Oh, uh, oh yeah, you put in uh, Jermaine Penzance. That was a good one. Yeah, thank you. And Lucas Dartmoor. Yes, brilliant. I think quite that's a, it. Isn't it? Quite a Spursy team this week. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Was well, actually yeah quite a Spurs heavy. Old Mal Bronk and uh, all the others. <laughs> yeah. Um, Shall we get on to Neil Parrish and MP and your? Oh. Neck yeah. of the Woods and his. Yeah, did you see that? Off, I absolutely. I've seen his statement as well that he's put out. Yeah, where he claimed that he was looking for, he was trying to find a tractor and went onto a similarly named website. Did you see that he was on GB News a few days before and they yeah, asked so him, oh, not, yeah, knowing, yeah. not knowing that it was him? about yeah. what he thought of a Tory MP doing that. And he was like, well, well measures have to be taken. Well, yeah, um, well, I think, yeah, throw the book at him. It is him. But he, the weird thing about that is, is that obviously all during that, he knew it was him. Oh, yeah, obviously. I'm but, sure he yeah, didn't but, forget. But it's just uh, weird that he just carried on as normal, isn't it? It's almost like it's sort of, how the Conservative Party operates as a whole. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. No but, one knows. They'll just plead ignorance and pray that no one finds out. Yeah, essentially. And then when they get done, they come up with a lie that's so ridiculous that everyone it's knows it's untrue, but usually can't be disproved. But yeah, tractor. Um, yeah. Do you reckon he was I'd... trying to type in John Deere and it accidentally automatically searched for Johnny Sin? Maybe. <laughs> Could be. Could be. Fake tractor. Fake, <laughs> fake tractor. <laughs> Very good. It was a John oh. Deere, you know, the um, the famous, ah, oh, John Deere tracker. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was a John Deere tractor, of course. I bet he would um, appreciate that. I, I bet the guy would love it. From, uh, from tractors, I don't know how that link happens. No, so I mean, it, do, it doesn't. Uh, but I wonder if anyone has ever been in trouble in the porn industry because they're like trying to film a bukkake scene and the director is distracted trying to buy a tractor. Yeah, yeah, or someone, yeah, so someone in the porn industry uh, receives a disciplinary because they're trying to film a scene but they miss the shot because they're googling Tory MPs. Yeah, all that, all that, yeah, all that. That reminds me of the link I sent you earlier that, that someone, I think it's one of the spectator journalists, picked up from in the 90s when GMTV had Theresa May, the <laughs> porn star, and Theresa May, the MP, uh, on together talking, talking about each other's jobs. And I was thinking, it's kind of funny, really, that Theresa May, the politician, ended up fucking many more people. Really? Yeah. She, yeah. Fucked an entire, she fucked an entire country. Entire, whereas the yeah. other one just like did it for, for a job for a bit. 
got paid for it at least. Well, yeah, got men, paid for it, men and motors ringing up her constituency office. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely amazing late 90s behaviour. That probably Best happened at the exact moment that you were playing football in the Millennium Dome with Alan Kirbishley. Yeah, it could have. Could I think yeah, it's just very that, much that kind of moment in time, yeah. Just as that tear rolled down Scott's face. Yeah, that was the exact <laughs> moment, the first the first ring oh, of God, the constituency phone. <laughs> Absolutely what, brilliant. What porn do you reckon he was watching? Well, I don't know. I bet it was big sausage pizza. All right. Yeah. BSP. What BSP. Bit, oh, he was watching uh, a bit of Naughty America, watching my constituents go black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just has to sit and watch. Or maybe it could be like a, a, a political one, watching my constituency turn red. And he just has to oh, sit yeah. and vote get counted as, he's, as his seat slowly gets uh, won over by Labour. Yeah, or just watch all his decisions <laughs> get pounded by Keir Starmer. Um, yeah. Make a map of England out of Play-Doh for Keir Starmer. Oh, yeah, I forgot about our rumour that Keir Starmer, <laughs> eat, Keir Starmer eats Play-Doh. Yeah, and gets turned on by it. Um, which, if anyone is listening, is legally sound and uh, yeah. is not libelous, so don't even try and sue us. Um, talking, about, actually, talking to people who did get in trouble, Luke, Grimsby Man, sorry, I've just got to open a full link here because you've got it's oh, so yeah. ridiculous that it's not even covered in the whole URL. Um, give me a sec. It is Man Arrested, this is in Grimsby, of course, after trying to sell meat at rooftop standoff crime scene. Brilliant. Um, so, yeah, a man reputedly trying to sell stolen goods, which was a large variety of meat at the scene of a major investigation where a man was arrested following a 12-hour rooftop standoff. So, yeah, just to summarise, essentially, it seems like there was a standoff with a man on a roof and another guy got arrested for turning up at the standoff and trying to sell a load of stolen meat to onlookers. Wasn't Gaza, was it? Oh, might have been, yeah. I'll see. So see if there was any mention of someone flogging a fishing rod. Yeah, with a bucket of KFC. Yeah. <laughs> RIP Raul Moat, gone but never yeah. forgotten. Um, I'll never forget that. Raul Moat standoff. That was mental, wasn't it? Yeah, it's crazy. Lyle crazy. TV. I mean, Did I was. Sorry, mate, go on. I was in the Northeast when it happened. Yeah. I was, was obviously was living up there and it was like enormous news. Yeah, it's all anyone talked about. Yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely yeah. Brilliant. It doesn't sound like he did, man. It doesn't say whether he managed to sell any meat before oh. it got confiscated, but it sounds like he turned up with a lot of stolen meat. And yeah, I think Imagine he if got... he did sell some, you brought it. You'd be like having your steak for tea that night. You're thinking this meat, this meat was in the news. Today, yeah, but, uh, I suppose I suppose you would think that. <laughs> <laughs> Just about to tuck into it, yeah. This meat was in the news. Mm. Imagine that. 
but you I find mean, back, back in back in the day when you got fish and chips, that was technically always in the news. Always used to wrap up in the newspaper, yeah. Very true. Well, by then it was in the old, wasn't it? It's usually yesterday's newspaper. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Wonder well, when does news stop becoming news and start becoming old? Uh, the next day. Yeah, I'd say so. Especially nowadays when there's such a big news cycle. Wonder if anyone's ever eaten their fish and chips out of Men and Motors magazine. <laughs> someone, pro- someone probably has. Out of a rolled-up copy of Zoo. Oh. Uh, what what would what would be the most appropriate food to eat out of a rolled up copy of Zoo? I reckon a kebab. Yeah, or a sabloy. Oh yeah, uh, I don't think I'd ever seen a sabloy till I moved to London. I don't really? think I'd ever seen. I don't think I'd ever seen one up north. They don't really exist. Do they not? No, not really. Well, at least not in my... not in the chippies and Poynton. They're like I don't know. The, the only food I've ever seen are the exact same colour as Alan Brazil. <laughs> um, I, I really don't trust them. I can't believe you can't get them up though. Uh, why That's, would you uh, want to? They're horrible. No, no they're lovely. That's ruined my uh, uh, ruined my dreams of retiring in Runcorn, Matt. <laughs> what a host in the World Cup. Um, yeah, I'm just not, not a fan of the Savaloy. It's I, I think I don't think they taste that bad, but the cut, just the hue of them. I sp- yeah, I suppose the fact, the fact they kind that. of they look radioactive. Yeah, and they're in that sort of like uh, plastic casing, aren't they? Yeah, it's like a meat condom, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I can see your point there. Um, talking of uh, sort of you know red. Bodily parts. We'll talk about that dying bloke that got his ass out to a speed camera. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, so yeah, terminally ill man arrested for mooning at speed camera, Luke. Um yep. Uh Daryl Meekorn. Pardon? What's his name? What's his name? Daryl what? Meekom. Meekom. Oh, a bit like me- a- meat corn, like sweet corn, but meaty. <laughs> Meat, meat corn, that sounds like something that, yeah, that like rustlers would offer. Or something on Urban Dictionary that I don't want to look up. Um, but yeah, Daryl Meat Com, a little bit like Meerkat, I guess. Um, yeah, he found out he was dying, and one of the things on his bucket list was to moon a speed camera, which I have to say is fantastic. And if I was dying, that is definitely is, the kind of thing I'd do. was going through it at, at, over the speed limit to set it off? No, I think he parked up, stood next to it and got his ass out, I believe. Yeah, but no one would see that because it just takes photos. It's not a live feed. No, but I assume, I don't know, maybe the police will come. I'm not sure. <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually. It says his wife. It says his wife filmed. Oh no, his wife filmed when the police turned up later. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he was in the car at the time of the mooning, or if he just. Like, how <laughs> I pictured it was that he just 
got it out. He just drove past with his arse out of the window. Maybe, but I don't know. Yeah, I suppose probably, and then maybe they tracked the number plate. Um, but but either way, the pictures of his arrest are massively uh, excessive, aren't they? I find the police weird in this sense, in that I'm generally quite pro-police as far as Britain's concerned anyway, but like sometimes there's like a serious incident and like one cop turns up and then there's like six cops taking down a bloke in his own garden for getting his ass out next to a speed camera. It's absolutely... I don't know. Is there... I mean, this was in Kidderminster. I've been to Kidderminster. I can... It's not like there isn't any other crime going on. There's, no, there, there's definitely other stuff to be solved. It just it well, seems weird. I don't yeah, know. Maybe they the all top. wanted. Maybe they all wanted to turn up and see his bum. I don't know. Yeah, but, or uh, or get him. You know, they, they probably thought, "Oh, this is this will make the headline. Let's get in the think, paper." Do you think that his bum had the potential to break the internet, like Kim Kardashian's, if everyone had seen it? And I they didn't want to take that risk. I reckon that could be what the sort of reaction was for, mate. He was just worried that it was going to break the sort of national speed camera network. Setup. It was just going to yeah. go down. Yeah, he was going to break it just with his bum. And yeah, loads of people yeah. would just speed in. So I thought, well, we've got to take this man down. Got to take him down. He's a international terrorist. Yep. Oh, old big corn. Old. Oh, you wouldn't. You wouldn't want to know why someone in your village was called old meat corn. That's definitely <laughs> not a question you'd ask. Uh, Luke, Remind you me have of some... that, uh, that baby okay. grow from Torquay. Oh, <laughs> What happens at Grandad stays at Grandad. It's the creepiest baby oh. girl ever. <laughs> so <laughs> unintentionally gross. Luke, you have some good, some good creepy doll news, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, talking of creepiness, I found this uh, article on the Mirror, and it says creepy dolls keep washing up on the shoreline as locals fear that they could be haunted. Uh, scientists who regular visit, regularly visit a Texas beach uh, for research say they found more than 30 dolls turning their survey of a 40-mile coastline for turtles uh, into a sort of like haunted experience. Is, uh, but there's no sort of explanation as to why they're turning up. It's just like babies' dolls with like... Uh, think clams stuck to them. I reckon the best guess is there's probably a boat that was supposed to be transporting a load of them and like they've fallen off and nobody noticed or nobody could be bothered getting them and they've just gradually washed their way to shore over like a long period of time. Yeah, they are. Very strange. There's one, uh, just someone holding one up. And yeah, they're very weird. But what would you do if you was walking? You just found like every sort of 20 foot found a rusty doll. 
Um, I'd probably be slightly creeped out, but I don't think I'd kind of, I'd probably just slowly walk away and follow a different path because, <laughs> I don't know, it's the kind of thing that would probably be all right, but it might lead you into like yeah. some sort of torture dungeon. Of, uh, I'm not going to click on the link because it pro it's probably going to take me to some weird website, but I've just scrolled down. You know, at the bottom of like the mirror and stuff, it's got loads of other links to news sites with weird headlines and stuff. I've just okay. read one that says, just going off the headline, it says, horse refuses to give birth when the vet sees the ultrasound scan, he calls the police. <laughs> that's, that's a lot, isn't it? Yeah, there's a lot going on there. <laughs> Like I say, I'm not going to uh, not going to click that one, but uh, yeah, a bit weird. Yeah. Imagine calling the police on a bloody pregnant horse. That's what my um, my upstairs neighbour does, like helping horses give birth and stuff like that. Really? Yeah. The horse guy, horse obstetric doctor, an equine obstetrist. Yeah, pretty much. Nice. Well, yeah. Certainly, good job. <laughs> well, not my, uh, not my cup of tea. All the fancy sticking me out of horse, but uh, uh, have you got any other um, weird news, mate? Or no, and uh, unfortunately, or thankfully, I've never stuck my hand up a horse, so I don't have anything kind of relevant to say about that no um oh, yeah. I also i also don't have that much to talk about because i've just been sat inside for about five days um, yeah. oh, not much going on in the world at the minute apart from uh you know potentially world war three but that that's just about it now i think yeah do you think there's any risk that yeovil will declare independence uh, I mean, there's every chance. I think if Scotland get it, they might just put in a petition for the exit. Yes. Do you <laughs> do you think they do you think they'd make a success of it? Could it work? Uh, depends. I mean, we live in quite a cold country, so the glove industry is. Uh... Oh yeah, that's very true, actually. <laughs> It's pretty lucrative, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it must be. Yeah, yeah. I reckon it'd be all right. And uh, you know, if they don't go down the, they could expand going to like oven gloves and stuff. So yeah, mitts. Well, I reckon it'd be all right. Yeah, the Independent Republic of Yeovil might move there. I, re I reckon they could give it a go. I've been to Yeovil once. Seemed all right. I'm sure they could yeah. could make a decent yeah. crack of independence. <laughs> Give it a go. But the, the one stupid thing about Yeovil is Yeovil has two reasonably big train stations and neither of them are anywhere near the town centre. Oh, yeah. They're both, like about, they're both like about three miles away. I might make, up some, uh, might make up some badges with yes written in green to what people say. Just say, yeah, it's for the uh, Yeovil. Yeovil, Yeovil exit strategy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they leave the UK. Yeah, Yeovil Independence Party. I, I mean, I 
saying I'd vote for them. I probably wouldn't, but someone would. Someone would vote for them. I might run for them. Yeah. The Yovo Independence Party. And I dress up. Get a few, yeah. I reckon you get a few votes. Dress up yeah, as a I'll big pint of cider. Yeah. Yeah, I'll dress up as the Yovo Town mascot. Their mascot is absolutely terrifying. It's called like the Green Giant or something. It's so yeah. creepy. Yeah. Oh, I always think Pilgrim Pete, Argyle's one's quite creepy as well. He looks at Pilgrim Pete looks a bit like, do you remember Herbert from Family Guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think he looks a bit like. <laughs> yeah, he does a little bit with beard. And a little, uh, a little, yeah, he's weird. Weird. Uh, just weird. I like, um, my favourite one is maybe when I went to watch Hensford Town. They're in like a former... At coal mining town near Stoke, and their yeah. their mascot is called like some. It might even be called Pete the Pitman, something the Pitman, and it's basically just like a big mascot of a bloke working down the mine. Is that proper Ken Loach? He's got right. like a like a helmet yeah. and a bit of soot on him and stuff. Yeah, I'll, I'll find the picture, but it's like a proper. It's definitely the most like gritty social realist mascot. Brilliant. Yeah, uh, Mike, Mike the Miner, or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm finding a picture of it now. See what he's called. Uh, he's just called just called the Pit Man. Yeah, Brilliant. it is. It's just it basically like a man slash bear that works down the mine is the only way to describe it. Oh, I love it. The pit man, not the kit man, or Ricky the hit Manhattan. <laughs> Ricky the pit man. I would watch pit. I would watch pit man the hit man. That's a fight I'd watch. Yes, uh, but yeah, pit man versus Ip man. Have you seen those uh, those Ip man movies? Like martial arts. Know. Oh, you need to check them out. Mike Tyson's in one of them, I think. But they're like a. Uh, Based on, I can't remember it is, I think it's the bloke who taught Bruce Lee, Ip Man, and he's like a master of Wing Chun. Hmm. I think they're on Netflix. I used yeah. to watch loads of like, um, there's a period where you could buy like all these early Jackie Chan films from like HMV for like $3.99 each, but they were all yeah. the, du- the dubbing instead of being American, they dubbed it into yeah. like posh British voices. Yeah. So all of yeah, these films, it was like, I am going to take you down, you bastard. And it was yeah. all like that. And it's absolutely amazing. Me and my yeah, brother just one. used to sit around on the sofa watching them eating pasta, cheese and tuna. Absolute <laughs> dream life. Yeah, honestly. brilliant movies. There's, uh, there's one called The Drunken Master or something like that, it's called. And uh, I'd always remember that one. I, think I have seen that, yeah. I have seen yeah. that. Where he's like doing the drunken fist kung fu, and uh, yeah, yeah they, they've got like some of the guards in it have got like uh, northern accents and go, hey, up, what are you up to? Stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Chinese bloke talking like he's from Sheffield or something, talking like Pitman. Talking like Pitman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Well, we'll end it on there. Uh, Drunken fists, Jackie Chan, if you want, unless you've got anything else you want to talk about, mate. 
No, I think that's I think that's us. We've covered dodgy meat. We've covered weird dolls. We've yeah covered uh, the mooning maestro. Sorry, yeah. sorry if it sounds like I've uh, cut it a bit short. But for the listeners, I'm recording this, and I'm currently in the bath, and I'm slowly getting wrinklier and wrinklier. So <laughs> looking like that bloke's up that got his ass out in the corner shop. I'm, like re- I'm imagining <laughs> that you're starting to look like the Michelin man. Oh, yeah, something like a mix between the Michelin man and Crank for Ninja Turtles. Um, somewhere in between that. So I'll leave you with that full. <laughs> a, lovely, a lovely mental image to, uh, to finish with. Cheers, mate. All right. Catch you later. Cheers. Catch you later. Thanks for listening as always. Bye-bye.